Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live! Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Watch and going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lark. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash... Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and notify bell next to it. Make sure you always got your new going around notifications. NXT Invaded Smackdown, man. And oh, show. Have a good night, everybody. Lee, crap. That was probably the most fun episode of Smackdown I've ever seen, at least since the Attitude Era. Yeah, probably. That was an absolute blast. That is how invasions are done. Give it up to whomever, whomever. in WWE creative. Uh, concocted that particular two-hour script. I imagine there was, there was a brain trust at Buffalo this morning once the word got out or they found out that basically everybody was stuck in Saudi Arabia for the foreseeable future. So, so for, he probably had yeah. Hunter, Vince, Hell and BHBK was in there. Probably not. He probably came up with the with everybody else from Orlando. Uh, uh, Pritchard, who knows? So for those who don't know, there were some issues yeah. uh, with the majority of the talent getting that went to Crown Jewel, that went to Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel. It was getting back home. Yeah, late last night, Sean Ross Sapp started breaking uh, news about how uh, I think the number was 175 mm-hmm. uh, roster members, production crew, WB staff uh, boarded their flight to get back here to the states. They were taking a flight straight from Riyadh to go to Buffalo to make it for SmackDown in time. Yeah. Um, and for the official explanation was mechanical issues with the plane. Right. Um, there's been some dispute about that. Um, for whatever reason, that plane never left. Yeah. And a good portion of the talents, staff, production crew, uh, I think Mustafa Ali, as of a few minutes ago, was tweeting about how they, it looks like they're hopefully finally about to take off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my understanding is there was about 12 Ross members who were able to take a separate uh, charter flight. According to WB, they chartered that plane themselves. Yeah. There's a group of about 20, because about 12 Ross members and eight, I guess, production producers, staffs, whatever. Vince got out three hours prior yeah. to the other charter flight with all the Vince, other talent. Hogan, Lesnar all made it out. Hogan and Lesnar all. Flair, I think. Flair yeah. was okay. on the same flight as Hogan, I think. Yeah. And so they all, they all got out of there. And so th- there was word throughout the day, there was all sorts of scrambling going on. Um, I know this was broken to me anyways uh, via Dave Meltzer. He posted something that said, I believe, uh, that NXT talent um, have been chartered from Orlando Mm. to Buffalo where SmackDown was. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, what we got tonight was a full-on NXT invasion of SmackDown. Now, whether 
this was supposed to happen piecemeal over the next couple of weeks in the build because obviously yesterday during Crown Jewel it was announced mm-hmm. that NXT would be involved in Survivor Series along with Raw and SmackDown um, for the brand warfare that thing. That would be my suspicion, yes. So we don't really know. Like We'll probably find out either. I would imagine in the newsletter well, next I think, week. I think because John Pollock, right before we started, just tweeted that the charter flight from Orlando to get the NXT yeah. talents at the Buffalo landed at 7.55. That's five minutes Five minutes before SmackDown went live. Which obviously would you would think from that, if that's true, and John Pollock's really good, he knows the stuff, yeah. you would think that this was a this was not meant to this happen. This was an this emergency way. situation. Yeah. Um so uh considering that especially, I mean I'm hoping that Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan were texting throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But to think that they probably sat down the span of two hours, maybe worked some stuff out. To give us an incredible main event, yeah, a testament to their 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 brilliance as pro wrestlers. Oh yeah, they've been doing this. It forever. was amazing. Yeah, not surprising at all. Amazing. Great. So, yeah, there's a lot to get through. Uh, uh, just the NXT aspect of it alone. Um, I'm I, I would suspect that this was not in the cards. This is something a last minute thing. But as we said, especially you've said before, when uh, uh, you hold WWE's creative's feet to the fire. Whether it be due to illness, travel issues, whatever, that's when they tend to deliver. When plans change unexpectedly, they are forced to be creative to a degree that they aren't usually when they lay their plans down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen this. Finn Balor forced to fight AJ Styles instead of Bray Wyatt uh, two years ago, and that was a banger of a match. It was yep. a dream match, Bullet Club leader versus Bullet Club yep. leader. Uh, we've seen this happen a million different times. When plans go awry, usually WWE, uh, when they're forced to, to think on their feet, they do pretty darn well for themselves. And yeah. tonight was no but, different. I mean, you look at the, 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 the new stipulation, the new angle on, on for Survivor Series with NXT getting added to the mix. It makes all the sense in the world to go in this direction. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned during the show, well, it, it, it entirely possible they could have fumbled this entire thing. They could have screwed mm-hmm. oh, this yeah, all up. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, they didn't, though. Yeah. They, they got it right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How, to see. I don't know how anybody. It's funny because there are people in chat here that are uh, saying. Uh, Nikhil says checked WWE's Twitter. Somehow people hated this episode. I'm not sure if that's if that's the case. That's bizarre to me because NXT is basically. Too I mean, I know AEW is kind of like the in the, the not sorry not the like the internet wrestling community's darling right now, but NXT is pretty darn up there. To to paraphrase a local sports announcing legend Grant Napier. If you don't like tonight's SmackDown, you don't like sports entertainment. That's true. Yeah. If you don't like tonight's SmackDown, you don't like pro wrestling, that's it. That's that's period. That's it. If you don't like it, go find something else because this is absolutely amazing. Grant Napier, he's often that harsh too. If you, I'm know. sorry. If you don't like that, then you should go find something else. If you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. But I mean, it's it's totally true. It's totally true. This is the kind of dream matchup scenario that WWE is sitting on and we never got it. And we got it all over tonight. Mm-hmm. We got it all over tonight. Adam... I never thought I'd wake up today and see Adam Cole facing off against Daniel Bryan in the middle of a SmackDown ring. If you have anything negative well, to say about tonight's on, episode, then on. you don't know what you're talking hold about. Hold on, hold on. Not only we never think this would happen, never think it would happen for the NXT Championship. For the Championship. In the main event. And Adam Cole goes over clean. Clean. He goes over clean. There's at least three times during that match. I was like, okay, here comes Redragon and Roddy to break this right. up. Right. Didn't happen. No. Only Roderick was there, and he didn't show up. He just showed well, up to, to help him in the entrance or to... to, 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 to to wish him well to as wish he walked, him well. walked his way down the ring and then to say, 
Good job. At the Adam. celebration in the end. Yeah. If you don't like this, what are you even doing watching pro wrestling anymore? If any of these guys come out and say, oh, this is crap, whatever, why are you even watching wrestling wow. if you're not into this tonight? Just stop. Find something else. Hey, okay, tranquilo. Like calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I'm telling you, man. Calm down. I don't want to hear crap about this. Calm down. If you didn't like this, stop watching wrestling well, and no. go maybe, do something maybe the else. Issue is it, maybe take up gardening. Maybe the issue is they don't watch NXT. Well, then maybe NXT. they should be. I mean, apparently only about 700,000 people are watching. Mm-hmm. So the odds are pretty good if anybody's talking crap. Maybe they're watching NXT. Watch that NXT. could be. That maybe could be. Maybe the problem is is they should. Maybe the, the solution is, isn't stop watching wrestling. Maybe the solution is watch more wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you oh, go. Oh man. Anyway. Anyways, but uh we had heard that uh, one of the ideas about getting NXT involved in Fire Series could raise the profile of NXT. Mm-hmm. You have uh, uh uh the NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler laying out Bailey. You have uh, uh Adam Cole beating Daniel Bryan clean mm-hmm. in the main event. Tommaso Ciampa was there. He won a match. I don't want to spoil everything at the head of the episode. People stop watching. But uh, NXT talents throughout, they all went over. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. It was great. So, anyways, uh, yeah, maybe I need to smoke some weed or something. You need to calm down, man. You're too hype. Nah, I, I like it, man. You know why, dude? Because here's the thing. Like, I love when wrestling gets people like motivated, talking, you know? energized. I, yes. I love it when it gets when it when it agreed, when agreed. there's something that happens that's so entertaining and so off the charts. It gets people excited. Yeah, yeah. I know. I understand. There's always got to be, be people out there who are like negative Nellies about stuff, but it's like it's kind of infuriating. It's like, man, why are you even bothering anymore? You know, if that's the case, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody else. I mean, it's this is what Nikhil said. It's because they have a platform. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. They I do. Don't know. Anyways, uh, let's get into it. I'm sure there's plenty to talk about here. In fact, I know there is. Uh, kick off the show, we see the commentary team for the night, and it's great. Mm. Tom Phillips <laughs> showing no signs of bitterness from being banished to NXT UK. This was one of my favorite bits is when you did your brief impression of Tom Phillips uh, getting the call for tonight. Uh, hey, Tom. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the plane, all, the entire commentary team, for SmackDown is still on a tarmac in Saudi Arabia. Uh, can you can you come do SmackDown tonight? Oh, really? <laughs> so you need me now, huh? So you need me now, huh? <laughs> it was actually a really fun commentary team. Him, Aiden English, and Renee. It was Young, great, and they did such a spectacular. It was job. great. They did such a great job. It was great. Yeah. Uh, open show. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman. Uh, Brock showed up. Probably was on the first flight out of Buffalo back to Canada after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Heyman comes out. I just realized. I just realized SmackDown hasn't even started on the West Coast. Yeah, <laughs> and we just put out this. We just put out this notification using a thumbnail. But you know what? You know what? Maybe people will see that. It's like, oh, I need to watch NXT. Then I need to watch SmackDown tonight because something's really going to happen. I'm going to get some tweets, man. Whatever. Some, I apologize. There's there's, there's instances. You didn't post any spoilers as far as matches or anything. We didn't spoil the finish the main event. Just maybe unhappenstance. Oh, maybe Adam Cole's driving through Buffalo for the night and he's popped in. Who knows? They don't know. I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. They don't know. From the bottom I'm of my telling heart. you, if I saw that sorry. notification, I'm like, oh, snap. NXT is on SmackDown. I have to watch now. I wouldn't be like, oh, Steve, you bastard. You yeah, jerk. But, yeah, but people do call me that. I know, but this is for me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, set your mind at ease, man. All right. Anyways, uh, Lesnar and Heyman come out, uh, and, and Paul says that Brock's pissed off. 
He didn't exactly explain why initially. Instead, he threw to the entire uh, Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez match at Crown Jewel. They showed the entire two minutes uh, match. Two, two minutes and five seconds, I believe. Yeah. Come back from the match. Uh, and he says the reason Brock is upset is because Ray got involved. He throws to more video. We're like, oh, great clip show. Um, and it's the video of uh, Ray beating up Brock with a chair. Yeah, we were kind of freaked. We're not freaked out. We were kind of like, oh, man, I'm going to need more of these beers. It'd be a filler. Because we thought it was show. just going to be a crown jewel. I thought there'd be like a two hour uh, 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 version of crown jewel. Essentially yeah. edit, edit it down. So uh, they come back from that video, and Paul says uh, he went to Vince, and he wants Vince to serve Ray up on a platter to Brock. Yeah. Um, but problem is, Ray is not on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Ray is on Raw. Paul says, well, guess what? Brock is going to show up on Raw because as of right now, he is officially quitting SmackDown. I guess this is how they get around the fact that the, the, both their top belts are on SmackDown is that Brock just quits and is going to go to Raw because he wants to. Yeah. Um, so it seemed like Bray was drafted to SmackDown. And yeah. SmackDown superstar. It seems like the Universal Championship is now coming to SmackDown. Yeah. Which on one, I'll, I'll put it this way. On one hand, I'm pretty happy about that just because um, there there isn't going to be a weird thing where within the next month or so, Seth's got to grab that belt back from Bray to get him back on SmackDown where we all figured he would land. Who, Bray? Bray. Oh, yeah. To keep that universal title oh, yeah, on yeah, Raw. yeah, 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 So that's not going to happen, which I like. I'm okay with the way they pulled it's this fine. off. At least it wasn't, it wasn't clumsy. Could there have been a more dramatic way to do it? Perhaps. But I thought this was fine. It was kind of a shocking, oh, wow, things are changing. And it fits into uh, Brock's MO is that he just does what he wants. Brock does what Brock wants to do. Yeah. The WWE title is now going to end. There's sort of a tradition of this. We've seen the the big gold belt swap brands from the WWE title. But the problem then was that neither of the belts had a, a, a bright red strap. Which, again... Gives me hope that maybe they're just simply going to rebrand the fiend while he has the title is going to rebrand it bright blue. Or remember that really awesome title that Bray Wyatt had was, like a year yeah, ago. Yeah, but it still was kind of red. Was it? I thought it yeah. was more like red. wasn't it like snakeskin and stuff. Yeah, but I think it was like red snakeskin. Was it? Thought. I'm going to take a look. Go at ahead. That. I thought it was still. But he had rebranded, or he was, he had gotten like a custom W. It was still title. a warmer hue. Um, I believe it definitely wouldn't fit into the the color palette of SmackDown, which is which is blue. Uh, let's see here. If I remember he correctly, had that title. Yeah, post that okay, one. you're right. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, pretty red, huh? But it wasn't. I mean, look, it's not as bright as it. If yeah, the, still if pretty the, red. If there wasn't, ah, that's 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 pretty rust. weathered. That's pretty. That's rust. See, I would be totally okay with that, and I think even that is fine for SmackDown. I think, I think your idea on on the the stream was was sound. Starfield with the. Uh, it looks less red there. Yeah, it looks more brown. Yeah. 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 If they do that, that'd be Depending okay. Depending on the picture, I guess. Yeah, that'd be okay. Yeah. So that right there, that's a good representation right there. Yeah. That, that so I think would be cool. I just saw that. The only time I ever saw it was that yeah, first sure. picture show, which looks very red. Anyway, so apparently Brock's quit. He's going to take the W title over to Raw. Universal title is going to stay on SmackDown, which is cool. It's always nice when they kind of trade belts. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It mixes things up it's a little different. bit. It's uh, different. So we cut backstage. Brock and Paul, they're leaving. And uh, as they leave, camera pans over, and there's Triple H and HBK. And as Shawn Michaels is often want to do, 
decked out in full NXT regalia. That dude is all about hat, the future, man. Jacket, probably NXT underwear. Yeah, on his uh, on his uh, Walkman, he's listening to "We Are Not Your Kind." On yeah, loop. probably or all the theme songs of the WWE, the probably, NXT superstars. Probably maybe Undisputed Era is borrowing his CD, mm-hmm. and they just have it on repeat on their own theme <laughs> that could when be. they're driving around Orlando or it's, or it's skipping. Who knows? Could be, it could be, who knows? Well, that was the most frustrating thing in the world. Listening to a banger of a song and then, or just skip back to one little part. You hear it struggling in there. I know we're old anyway. Uh, so yeah, like you said, Triple H, HBK. So you know, something's afoot. Yeah. They're, they're, they're snooping in there like it's Scooby-Doo adventures. I know right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. There you go. Uh, so the first matchup, uh, as announced earlier today uh, from the terrific WWE on Fox Twitter account, uh, Bailey they do some great work over there uh, defending her WWE SmackDown Women's Championship against Nikki Cross. Figured this would be a banger of a match, and sure enough, yeah, it was. Every match tonight delivered mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. For sure, let's get to it. Uh, Nikki starts with some roll ups, trying to get a quick win. Uh, Bailey kicks out of all of them, and then she finally gets the upper hand for a bit with a knee right to the gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, shortly thereafter, Nikki sends Bailey from the ring with a Hurricane Rana. Follows with a DDT on the floor. We go to commercial. We come back. Bailey now has the upper hand. They go ringside. They're brawling out there a little bit. And then Bailey rams Nikki into the ring steps. Action goes back into the ring. Bailey charges towards Nikki. Nikki gets out of the way. Bailey runs headfirst to the second turnbuckle. Nikki now has the advantage. Hits a fun splash. Later hits a bulldog. Goes up top. Hits a top rope fun splash. Not enough to beat Bailey. Uh-uh. She kicks out. Uh, Nikki drapes Bailey on the top rope. Sasha gets up on the apron. Uh, Nikki, focused towards Sasha, knocks her off the apron. This allows Bailey to get down. She knees Nikki. She falls with a, a, a Macho Man esque top rope elbow. Yeah. Nikki kicks out at two. Uh, Nikki is on the outside. Bailey slides. Nikki does that thing where she pulls the apron back. So when they slide, they go between the ring and the apron. She does that, starts laying into Bailey. Uh, we're back in the ring. Nikki goes to the top. Rest checking on Bailey. Sasha pushes Nikki off the top rope. Bailey hits uh, what I thought was a new finish. However, I think it was Sean Ross Sapp said on Twitter that was her finish in the Indies. 
Oh, interesting. Yes. I love when they do that, when they bring stuff back. Yes. That's cool. In her pre-NXT days. Yeah, that's neat. Rose Plant, it was what it was called. Okay. Um, hits that for the win. So uh, she really doesn't have time to celebrate. Camera p- cuts over to Sasha. She's clapping. Out from the crowd comes Shayna, probably fresh from the police escort that drove yeah. her to the arena. Yeah. And she just pushes Sasha right into the ring post. Yeah. And then for sure we know something is afoot. Oh, yeah. Um, and then she gets in the ring. Knees Bailey mm-hmm. tosses Nikki Cross from the ring, tosses Bailey into the ring post while still inside the ring, hits a gut wrench suplex on on Bailey, hits her with another knee, puts the title over her shoulder, poses in the ring. Oh my it, dude! It, and the crowd was just yelling NXT, NXT at the NXT, top of NXT. their lungs. What a lucky Buffalo crowd, I know. man, to be there tonight. And they did a, they did it right because each segment built on the last. It continued yes. the momentum yeah. that NXT had throughout the show. Exactly so you had correct. that where Shane just comes in at the end of a match, beats up everybody, and poses. Mm-hmm. So the next segment, we have Kathy Kelly uh, interviewing Sami Zayn. Um, and uh, uh, Sami's like, well, I wonder why NXT is here. They shouldn't be here. They, should, they shouldn't stick their nose where it doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. In walks, bro. Bro. Matt Riddle. Mask in his glory. Keith Lee. Um, and then Sammy's like, oh, hi, I love NXT. Yeah. You know, when I was in NXT, they said I was the heart of NXT. You know, he really should have told him that he used to be NXT champion. I know. He was for a bit. He was. Uh, and then he was like, you know, I even got this on. And then he does it, and it's just like a black shirt. Yeah, and then and then I think Matt Real says, that's just a plain black it's t-shirt. It's a black t-shirt, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was eating a salad. I got some, oh, I had an oil-based. Well, he said it was really oily dressing. He didn't want to get it on the shirt, so he took right. it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so he's like, but it's in my car. And they're like, okay, well, show us. It's like, okay, I'll go get it. Stay here. Don't follow me. They do follow him. Yeah. He makes a run for it. They take chase. Uh, he goes out to the ring. Uh, they, they follow. They yeah. follow. They grab him. They destroy him. He eats uh, a bro stone. And, uh, and then uh, uh, Keith Lee yeah. gets up, does a moonsault. Yeah, man. And it's just, it's the best thing ever. It's pretty amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. There's this great bit when they, they're kind of cornering Sammy in the ring. You have uh, Keith Lee on one side, Riddle on the other. You know, he kicks his slides off, and there's one kind of in the middle of the ring. And Sammy picks it up. It's like, here's your shoe. Here's your shoe. And Riddle's like, nope. Nope. Kind of interesting, though. I didn't know what level of clearance Sammy Zayn had yeah, no. to wrestle. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, Apparently, yeah. he's got enough clearance to eat. A couple stone. bumps, yeah. And yeah, some bumps, basically, yeah. Yeah, because well, it was think, shoulder issues. Was it a shoulder? Yeah, okay, I think yeah. his shoulders are, aren't still quite right. Okay. So for that, I would think, depending on the nature of the shoulder injury, because it was rotator cuffs, I think. Mm, so okay. I think taking bumps would be fine as any sort of this yeah. motion stuff. So as so long as, like, imagine doing, like, a Mishinoku driver, maybe in a Blue Thunder Bomb might be Maybe the be doctor that clears people wasn't, he's still on the tarmac also. <laughs> so, uh, maybe. so yeah. Um, that was a really great That bit. was great. Next, Ms. TV. Uh, initially, the the special guest was supposed to be Bray Wyatt. So confirmed teleportation abilities has some sort of range limit. Yes, I was going to say we can't discount it out of hand. No, no, no. I'm saying there is there's, a range. Yes, there is a range limit. You know, hundred yards, fifty yards, a mile, maybe two miles. Not thousands. No, not overseas. Not thousands. No, <laughs> thousands of miles is, is a bridge too far. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Um, so it's Miz TV with special guest, The Miz. <laughs> yeah. You know, another chair and a mic in there for somebody. Uh, so at first, Miz, uh, he kind of explains, you know, Bray is supposed to be or not, but here, let's see what happens at Crown Jewel. Um, they show a recap package of uh, the, 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 well, the ending was satisfying. 
We watched the main event, the crown jewel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match itself is kind of ho-hum. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Lady Fortune here in chat says, by the way, just in case people wondered why some people from NXT were missing, example, uh, the rest of Undisputed Era, uh, Gargano perhaps. Uh, NXT- There's a live event tonight, right? That's okay. what Lady Fortune was saying. NXT did have a live show going at the same time, so they didn't want to mess up their card too much, which also reminds me they totally did their Halloween Battle Royal thing. Last night, yeah. Last night. Uh, looked pretty great. I think Shane Thorne dressed up as, I want to say, I think Rhea Ripley was like Triple H. Yeah, she was Triple H. Shane Thorne, I want to say, was like China or somebody was China. Someone else was Rhea Ripley. Uh, maybe that was Shane. No, it wasn't Shane Thorne. It was okay. somebody else. Um, right. Cassius Ono came as a panda. He had another yes, inflatable costume. Giant. It was even bigger than the dinosaur. And then uh, someone dressed up as Finn Ballerina. Yeah. I think it was Jesse Alaban. Oh, is that who that was? Okay. And then Shayna was Darth Shayna. Yeah, which was great. She That's did pretty the whole. Funny. Yeah, it That's was awesome. Uh, anyways, get back to SmackDown. Miz yeah. says, uh, brings up NXT. He says, I actually like this NXT invasion so far. Uh Enter Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. You will not survive. Yeah. Um, so he gets on the mic and he's like, you're everything wrong. You're everything that's wrong with Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you're out here. I'm literally breaking my neck showing how good I am. And you're just playing a part. I am the part, boy. Yeah. yeah and he calls himself the greatest sports entertainer of all time. That's fantastic. Um, Miz says, I've been hearing that for the last 15 years. I was hoping you, Tommaso Ciampa, would come up with something original uh, and then he tells Champa, "Hey, you're here. Make a statement." Mm-hmm. And Champa says, "Those sound like fighting words." Mm-hmm. And Miz responds, "You, me, right now, or at least after, after this commercial. commercial break." <laughs> All right. And sure enough, we get the Miz taking on, taking on Tommaso Champa. Uh, it's a pretty decent back and forth match. On one hand, I would have been cool if Tommaso Champa would have wiped the floor with the Miz. Not that I have any issue with the Miz. I think he's awesome. Um. But uh, it's, it's Tommaso Ciampa, man. So <clears throat> in this situation, okay, so for example, if it was Gargano, I could expect a straight-up wrestling match, the one that we kind of saw here. This is Ciampa. You want ultra-violence. He does something grotesquely violent to the Miz to kick things off, and the match is over. That's kind of maybe how That'd it should be. That would be ideal, yeah. Yeah. Kind of wish he brought his crutch. Yeah, that could have been cool, too. I want to see that side of Champa, which says, we got a little glimpse of at the very, very end I know, of the we'll episode. get to that later. Um, so like we said, hey, I want you to make your statement. All right, crutch over the head. Right. Ring the bell, ref. Yeah, exactly. Fairytale ending, done. Bo- yeah, boom, like that. That doesn't do any damage to the Miz. He got hit with a crutch over the head. At the same time, you pointed this, out, pointed this out during the stream, the entire roster is on the tarmac, so we needed a stretch for time. Exactly, so it makes sense in that yeah. respect. Uh, so early on, the Miz misses a wrecking ball drop kick, and then Ciampa just starts tossing around the ringside area in the barricade in the ring, uh, into the ring steps, and he starts patting himself on the back. Yeah, that was great. That stuff. Go to commercial, come oh, back. That's right, Jessman Duke was uh, Matt Riddle in the... Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, come back from commercial, I believe Miz has the upper hand uh, until Ciampa hits a discus. Lariat follows with the running knee in the corner. He goes for fairy tale ending. Miz escapes. Miz tries for a figure four. Champa pushes him off, but then Miz, oh man, knowing Champa probably has a bum knee, mm-hmm. goes and hits the chop block. Uh, Champa fights it off enough to try to go for Project Champa. It's like the powerbomb backbreaker thing. Uh, Miz escapes, hits the DDT. That gets him a two count. Miz locks in the figure four. Champa reverses the pressure for a bit. Miz reverses the reversal of pressure, so the pressure's back on Champa now. Champa, though, can get to the ropes. 
That's broken up. Miz goes for another figure four. Uh, Ciampa pushes him off and then rolls him up, gets to two. Uh, Ciampa locks in a single leg crab. Miz escape, rolls up Tommaso. Ciampa kicks out. Uh, in the end, though, Miz goes up top for a double axe handle. Uh, Ciampa hits him with his vicious running knee uh, and falls with fairy tale ending for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not quite the, the, the annihilation that we had hoped. Nonetheless, still a really fun match. Miz has been around for 15 years. He probably deserves a little bit more respect. Than oh, obviously, annihilation. Obviously. But I time. like your crutch bit. The crutch bit's good. You can protect the Miz. He gets hit with the crutch. Same time. Uh, you know, he's been around 15 years. If 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 he gets absolutely destroyed by Tommaso Ciampa, it is but a, a, a footnote <laughs> in his career. An asterisk. So, yeah, you can look at it from either way. It's so much fun talking about something so cool. I know. Next, Let's point oh, that man, out here. This is the, one of those moments that the, the, the little hair is raised on your arm. You get the goosebumps. <gasps> oh, so man. Daniel Bryan, he's walking around backstage. He's runs, he runs the Triple H and HPK, and he's like, what are you guys doing here? Like he doesn't know that Triple H is COO of the company. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm sitting there watching Crown Jewel. You're watching Crown Jewel. <laughs> HPK here is watching <laughs> first, Crown Jewel. First Triple H goes, oh, I'm just visiting. <laughs> it's like, bro. Uh, so, and I see we're getting called out. It's going to be Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Survivor Series. That sounds like we're getting called out. It seems like we, you guys want to fight. So we're here. And Brian says, I'm always looking for a fight. How about you and me oh, and they're right now? They're nose to nose. You're thinking WrestleMania 30, the history between the two of them. And while they're, while they're at it, Triple H starts to say, ah, I didn't bring my gear. HBK starts to take off his track jacket, and I'm thinking to myself, student versus teacher, are we getting HBK versus Daniel Bryan on SmackDown tonight? Who would ever thought they'd wake up and see that? But no, HBK just said, oh, man, it's cold in here. Let me put my jacket back on. Oh, it's great. So he was trolling. Triple H then says, champ. That was great. And Adam Cole, baby, walks into frame. Oh, man. He can't contain his giddiness. I know. And he's like, how about this? Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. No, Daniel Bryan issues the challenge. Oh, sorry. Daniel Bryan says, how about it's for that NXT championship? And Triple H makes the match. Yeah. He says, is that okay with you, champ? He goes, I'm always ready. (laughs) Baby. Baby, 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 baby. Next, Fire and Desire is supposed to take on Carmella and Dana Brooke. However, they didn't count for Bianca Belair. Uh, we come, what's, what's the term? In media res? In media res. Uh, Bianca Belair has already destroyed Carmella to such an extent that, that she's like traumatized next to some road case. So this is the great thing. We, we get to Bianca Belair. She's annihilating Dana Brooke. Yeah. Right? We're in the middle of that. The camera sort of catches a little bit of Carmella, who's basically rolled up. In she's kind, cowering. She's cowering kind of mid-fetal position, and she's like, uh, uh, uh. it's not like she's nursing an injury. No, no. Whatever Bianca did to her is so psychologically overwhelming that she is just holding herself, cradling herself. Yes. So and then Bianca, go, she dispatches of Dana Brooke, turns her attention back to Carmella, deadlifts her, presses her, and then throws her beyond, behind some uh, some Road equipment cases. Yeah. cases. Oh, that was great. <laughs> and so Fire and Desire in the ring watch us in the Tron. They're like, what the heck? Yeah. Those were our opponents. Yeah. Out walks Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox. Rhea says, oh, it looks like you don't have any opponents. You don't have any opponents. Well, you do now. Our guy just beat the crap out of. Well, you do now. Yeah. 
Um, and so we get Fire and Desire versus Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox, by the way, Kane last night. She came out in the full mask oh, yeah. and hair, but then unmasked and had the bald wig. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Oh, it's even man. more than a, a, a taping at Full Sail. I really want to kind of go to a Halloween know, Battle Royal. I know. NXT Halloween Battle What do they call it? The Coconut Loop? Yeah. Is that what they call that it? They call it the Florida Loop? F- the, yeah. F- uh, Fort, uh, Fort Myers? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it was a Fort Myers in Florida. Sounds like. They're they, in Largo they, tonight. Okay, Largo. There's another one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, the match is kind of divided up. You got Tegan and Sonya Deville brawling around the ringside. And then you got Rhea Ripley taking it to Mandy Rose in the ring. This match didn't last very long. No, it did not. So uh, once Tegan uh, dispatched of Sonya Deville by tossing her over the announce table, she gets in the ring, excuse me, Uh-oh. hits the shiniest wizard on Mandy. Uh, Rhea follows that up with the re- reverse cloverleaf. Mandy taps pretty darn quickly. Mm, yeah, that was really quick, yeah. And then we get our main event almost. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, uh, did we mention by the way, Pat McAfee? No, at so a certain point comes in, Aiden English, yes. and replaces Aiden and he English. did a good job. I, sometimes he's a bit much on the pre-show stuff. I thought that he did such a great job on commentary; it made me want this dude on commentary. Mm-hmm. He's another guy who just is just don't don't give him just let him do his job. Just let him do his job, man. I mean, that's the great thing about. And we see this on commentary so many other places that are not WWE. When you just let these guys do their jobs. I mean, my, still to this day, my favorite commentary team is probably Steve Carino and Kevin Kelly. Oh, man, they were so at, good. On New Japan commentary. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a pleasure because they get such a kick out of doing it. Exactly. And when you don't have somebody barking in your ear, you don't have to follow a script. These people can have such a good time doing mm-hmm. it. You got to trust people to do their job. For sure, yeah. Matt, uh, Pat McAfee was really fun. Yeah, so about uh, 625 our time. So it had been uh, 925 on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say next main event. We're like, oh, they're giving this main event time, which is great because yeah. these guys are going to put on a classic. They're capable of it. So they come back from commercial. Uh, Triple H and HBK, they come down, sit ringside. And Stephanie comes out. I'm like, oh, is she going to be upset that Hunter brought NXT people to a main roster right, show? Right, Instead, she looks across because she stands on the on the stage. She looks across through the, the ring ropes. Waves at Triple H, her husband. I think she says, hi, babe, or something like that. Kind of a cute moment right yeah. there, yeah. But it's at that point, plainly obvious, there's not going to be any sort of uh, inner family uh, tension between the McMahons, <laughs> right, which right. is good because historically that's what they would have done. Yeah, I know. And I'm happy they didn't do it. It's not going to be a McMahon in every corner exactly. kind of thing. Because uh, I don't want that. Hey, you know what I was thinking about today? This is kind of a tangent, but kind of not because we're doing the brand warfare thing. Um, why not introduce Bruce Pritchard as the executive director of SmackDown. If you think about it, all the Conrad guys are so over with the fans in terms of everybody. Look, everybody listens to the Pritchard podcast. Yeah. yeah. The Shivani one, the Bischoff one. Yeah. Arne Anderson one now. You, you've got such a, it works so well, I think, in in terms of the fans at this point that are there, that love all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They know these guys. Pritchard's a guy who I think would be over with them. Maybe. And he doesn't have, it could be like a Regal thing. It doesn't yeah, yeah, have to yeah, yeah. be, uh, but, a, uh, but a Pritchard version of the Regal yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It would be like a full-time on-camera role. Not yeah. the, you know, getting involved in every storyline, yeah, dancing in your videos, rapping in your videos. Doesn't have to be all that. No. Come to death row. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephanie's on the stage. Uh, she drops a promo about women's evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and uh, throws to a video package about uh, the crown jewel match between 
Lacey Evans, Natalia, uh, the significance of it. Um, and then we come back, main event begins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan's out first, then Adam Cole. Man, how great is it to hear 10,000 people do the boom and the Adam Cole baby? It was all amazing. Stuff, all that. It was great. It's, it's, it's just sort of like, a you know, whatever you want to call it, a litmus test or whatever for oh, yeah. what kind of recognition is there. There's a lot. ton. There's a ton. While the ratings for NXT may not be that great, Good enough. Mm-hmm. A couple people here in chat are saying apparently Meltzer, according to Dave Meltzer, Vince was there. He was in charge. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not surprising. That's not surprising. I mean, look, all the Kofi Mania stuff, pretty sure was all yeah. Vince. Yeah. You know, he's capable when of doing When his hand some, is forced, he's capable of doing some good stuff from time to time. When, yeah, I mean, and certain things sort of write themselves anyway. Exactly. Like this. If you have an XT going to be involved in Survivor Series, you got to have an invasion. It just makes all the sense in the world. It really it, is. It doesn't, it's not rocket science. No, nah, it's not. You give the people what they want, and they'll get excited about it. Sometimes he tries to make it rocket science. I know. Yeah. He gets to be, what's the the phrase, too cute by half? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he tends to do that. Anyway, so the match starts kind of technical to to kick things off uh, until uh, Adam Cole's in the corner, and Daniel Bryan slaps him right in the face. And Daniel Bryan did a great job talking all sorts of trash. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't belong in the ring with me. Yeah, you think you deserve to be champ. You think you should be champ. (laughs) Tom Phillips said he's champ. He is champ. Um, and then Daniel Bryan has the upper hand for a bit until Adam Cole turns the tables. And then uh, at one point, Daniel Bryan starts stomping at Adam Cole's arm. He's still got the cast on. That's this arm, actually, yeah. the right arm. Yeah. Uh, he puts Adam Cole on a surfboard, transitions, I believe, to what's called the Romero Special or something kind of close to it where it's like the surfboard part of the lower body plus Dragon Sleeper up top. Maybe it's not a Romero Special. I don't know. Uh, Adam Cole fights out, uh, and then Daniel Bryan follows that up with a knee to the face. Uh, Cole makes a bit of a comeback, hits a pump kick, uh, gets a two count, goes for a suplex. Daniel Bryan blocks it. And then Daniel Bryan suplexes himself and Adam Cole out of the ring. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. And we go to commercial. I love that spot. Yeah, man. I, I love that spot so much. It's great. Uh, come back from commercial. Uh, Adam Cole hits a ne- neck breaker on Daniel Bryan. They only gets him a two count. Uh, Daniel Bryan backdrops Adam Cole out of the ring. Adam Cole's back hits the edge of the apron. Follows with a knee plus off the apron. Tosses Cole back in the ring. Hits a missile drop kick. Follows with a corner drop kick. Goes for a Frankensteiner. And so on the way down, rather than Adam Cole hitting flat back, he rolls through for a roll up. That gets him a two count. He hits a pump kick. Adam Cole's got the best pump kick. In the he does, yeah. Gets a two. Uh, Adam Cole goes for a last shot. Dana Bryan escapes, tosses Cole from the ring, hits a suicide dive, says one's not enough, goes for another, eats an insigiri, another commercial break. Well, the great thing about the suicide dives, too, is that right, it preceded 
uh, Triple H and HBK sort of saw the writing on the wall there, and they like beat feet, but you didn't see them leave their yeah, seats. Yeah, yeah. So Daniel Bryan does. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's a Phoenix level suicide dive because nobody has one. He had a lot of momentum. He had a lot of momentum. He ended up landing in the chair that Triple yeah, H yeah, was, it was sitting. Great. In. It was pretty great. Um, where was back from commercial? Uh, Daniel Bryan's on the top turnbuckle. Cole knocks him off, so he's sitting on the top turnbuckle. Uh, he goes for a superplex. Daniel Bryan escapes and hit almost like a... You know how Drew McIntyre does the belly-to-belly? Belly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that, but a German suplex. It was a mm. rough bump for Adam Cole. Yeah. Man, Adam Cole's tough. He's double tough, tough man. man. Like, triple tough. Man. Uh, Daniel Bryan goes up back up to top for a top rope headbutt. Um, uh, Cole rolls out of the way. He hits last shot 1.0. OG last shot. Only gets him a two, though. And then he exposes the knee. Mm-hmm. Too early, though. He goes for last shot 2.0. Daniel Bryan catches him, single leg crab. Uh, Cole tries to get to the ropes. Uh, tr- Bryan transitions to a heel hook. This is like the first instance is like, oh, Undisputed Era is coming out. This is when the beatdown begins. Yeah. This is when uh, the invasion begins en masse. Um, instead, Adam Cole gets to the ropes. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan picks up Adam Cole, fireman's carry. Cole reverses it into a backstabber. Uh, I think he goes for the covered two count. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan locks in a yes lock. Uh, Cole escapes, but Daniel Bryan grabs his wrist and hit a bunch of Danielson stomps yeah. right to the face. Yeah. And Adam Cole was throwing his body around this entire match. Oh, the yes kick cell. Later on, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another yes lock. Uh, Adam Cole tries to get to the rope. Daniel Bryan grabs his hand, and we got almost like a rings of Saturn with twisting of the wrist going on. Uh, eventually, Cole just sticks his foot out and gets in the bottom rope. Then the yes kicks, and Cole is selling the crap. Oh, he's out like of these. bumping the hell. He's yeah, he's he's on his knees hitting the yes kicks, and he's just bumping. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, he Adam Cole ducks the last yes kick, rolls up Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan reverses his roll to a roll up of his own, gets a two. When Cole kicks out, Daniel Bryan pops right up, hits the final yes kick to the head. So Daniel Bryan's in the corner, setting up for a knee plus, runs towards him. Adam Cole, super kick, and with with. Just enough space to hit the super kick. Yeah. He hits it. Follows with Panama Sunrise and hits the last shot. That was that was so For great. Hits that super kick, goes up to the top, and you're like, oh, man. He's hitting this Panama Sunrise, like you said, after that, hits that last shot. Here's the thing that I, I especially when he was setting up for the Panama Sunrise, I was thinking to myself, I know this crowd knows what's going on. I know this crowd knows it. But for other people to witness a Panama Sunrise, it's such a fun move. Mm-hmm. It's such an NXT move. And he hit it, and then last shot, clean victory. Nobody in that ring was happier than Daniel Bryan. Oh, I know. Nobody was happier know, because he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows. He knows for sure. Oh, man. I'm still I'm still over the Daniel Bryan versus, versus Adam Cole in the main event. For the NXT title. For the NXT title. We saw that tonight on SmackDown Something on else. Fox. Something else. So the first person down the ring to celebrate with Adam Cole, Roddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then the rest of the NXT talents uh, joined in. They're all in the ring. Triple H gets the mic, gets in the ring, um, and says, uh, you want to pick a fight with NXT, huh? Well, for a fight, you need to build an army. Mm-hmm. And I didn't thought about this, but on Twitter I read this is – and I remembered after I read this – referencing – when he kind of reformed DX after yeah, WrestleMania yeah, yeah, 14. Yeah, yeah. He says, you need your you need your blood. Gives uh, Sean a two sweet. I love that Shawn Michaels was just sitting up on one of the the The, the turnbuckles, turnbuckles yeah. yeah. Sort of overseeing it. I know. And he says, you need your family. 
uh, says, uh, they fired, he says, this is my blood, this is my family. Uh, they've just fired the first shot. Raw and SmackDown, what do you got? Remember one thing, though, we are NXT. This can do nothing but amazing things for NXT. One would hope. For NXT's ratings. I mean, I would be shocked if if it didn't bump up. I mean, at least for the World Series and an extra bump for for an invasion. Yeah. Um, you would that hope. could be great. Another thing that you sort of keep that you sort of notice also, and we had mentioned this on the stream, and we'll probably scrap it at this point. Oh, there's some good ideas in there. Because I do think NXT's ratings are gonna get a boost from this. If this doesn't do it, you know, it's gonna. It's hard to think that anything would. Yeah, no. I think there are some little things that they could do. One of the bigger things that they could do, but we were working on a video essay about things that mm-hmm. that that WWE could do right now to boost their ratings and improve their standing against AEW. I'm not sure if they can necessarily, you know, get head to head with AEW, but at least put on a better showing. And one of those things was invade Raw mm-hmm. or invade main roster. Mm-hmm. I I mentioned specifically Raw because they're on USA, but SmackDown will do fine. Um, with this Survivor Series thing, to put NXT in the same light as main roster is such a smart move yep. to get the you know the idea that Seth Rollins could show up on NXT mm-hmm. and challenge Adam Cole mm-hmm. is such a is such a great idea. And it'd be great now, especially if uh, Seth Rollins is out of the title picture. Right, it'd be the perfect move. Everybody would want that, and I think including Seth Rollins most of all, yeah. because you don't think I mean you think Seth Rollins isn't going to watch this match once he gets home. Is he going to watch this match? I mean, it's possible they got Wi-Fi in that plane. Well, he could have been one of the 12 that got on the other. That's possible, too. Actually, I don't think. I think there was. Roman was on there. The New Day. Revival. I thought Bray was on there. Yeah, Bray. I think everybody they were trying to get in in time for SmackDown was there. I don't think Seth was on it. But Seth's going to watch this match. And he's going to be like, man, well, I want in on this. I I want in on, on, you know, even Seth versus like Roderick Strong or something, you know. Hold on. There's one thing we got to mention. When all the NXT talents are in the ring, to close oh, the show. Oh, this was great! This was great. So Adam Cole's still trying to sell, kind of sell the match. At one point, he kind of takes a knee, and everybody's got a smile on their face, very happy. What's Tommaso Ciampa? He's on the wings. He's on the edges. He's not looking at Adam Cole. He's yeah. not looking at anybody in the crowd. What's he yeah. looking at? He's looking at Goldie. Looking at Goldie the He's whole time. He's looking at the title. He's like, I'm here because I'm. NXT's cool and all. He's keeping a kayfabe. That's what I want. He's keeping a kayfabe. He's Gosh. about brand warfare, but he's about Goldie. That was damn good. And you could tell he made it obvious. In his own subtle way, it was obvious. It was terrific. It was oh, it was so great. Good. Uh, other names that are in that ring, of course, obviously, like we already <laughs> mentioned, as Lady Fortune mentioned, uh, NXT has a live show tonight. Yeah, but uh, Swerve, Swerve was there. Isaiah uh, Scott, Raul Mendoza, who's on two hundred five tonight. Leo Rush, Leo Rush was there. Uh, Dakota Kai was there. Dakota Kai was there. I yeah. think anybody else who wasn't involved in an angle or match that I recalled being out there. I think otherwise it was everybody else that was just involved in other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it was it was absolutely just a terrific Survivor Series. Should be so much fun. I'm really looking forward to this next, you know, three next weeks, month or so. Yeah, three weeks programming and to see what it can do with NXT. Another point I wanted to bring up too was one of the ideas that we had for how to boost ratings also was taking NXT on the road. This is something that Dave Meltzer I think had mentioned has been in the plans for a little while. Yeah, we might see next year. That we might see soon. <clears throat> and we got to see what a bigger Look, we've seen this with Takeover. We know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to add a little bit more production to it, which is something that AEW has Oh yeah. in, you know, in 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 tons. Yeah. of production. Yeah. Um Give NXT a big set, a big stage, mm-hmm. something big. Uh, this is what it looks like in front of a big crowd. You know, like I said, we've got this with TakeOver. 
But it's always fun to see that on a bigger stage. Yeah. The It'd be interesting to NXT. see too if they do if this is presented as Raw SmackDown versus NXT or Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Because the way Triple H kind of framed it, it was NXT is coming after main roster. Well, I'd love to see because you can get into some really fun. And granted, there's only a couple weeks of this, but you can get into some really fun. You know, yeah, SmackDown should be invading NXT at this point, but Raw needs to be also invading in their way, yes, et cetera, yes, et cetera. Yes. So it'll be interesting how they. But if they do Raw and SmackDown versus NXT, that's the way to get around the whole Raw versus SmackDown brand warfare thing with the different network partners and stuff. That's true. That's yeah. That's totally true. Yeah, that's that's totally true. Uh, Let's take some questions. But before we got a new uh, member of Slow Wolf Pack, Brandon Lutreris. Thank you very much. So check it out. We've got YouTube channel members, members, memberships, which we refer to as the Slow Wolf Pack. Mm -hmm. You get access to the discord you get access to bonus episodes that five we do a week yeah five of them a week uh you get badges you get emotes if you're if you enjoy participating in these live streams badges and emotes as well all sorts of stuff all sorts of good stuff uh nikyle says check oh i think we heard this earlier but it was worth mentioning again check w's twitter somehow people hated this episode we're willing to revisit that steve steve got all fired up but says you think tonight could lead to a call-up Personally, I think Cole showed he could be a top guy tonight. I think they need to focus on making, number one, I'm fine retiring the idea of a call-up. Exactly. I want to see NXT become its own brand. Especially if the idea is to make it a touring brand yeah. and, a, and a third brand on par with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. You have to dispel your notion the idea of a call-up. Yes. It's all drafting and trades and stuff at this juncture. The call-ups that I would prefer to see at this point is you look two years down the line or a year down the line, keep, look, they need to... It, Take NXT on the road, establish that it's as a third brand. Back at full sale, show us the developmental guys. Get some cameras there on the 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 coconut loop, whatever mm-hmm. they call it, the, mm-hmm. the Florida house show loop. Mm-hmm. And then I want to see call ups to NXT or to Raw. Well, Smackdown. that's also you got NXT UK. Obviously, that's a feeder and, system. And for of course, NXT, NXT UK as and well. It seemed like even kind of two hundred five lives that too. Sure, yeah, that's those are the call ups that I want to see. Uh, Biff Top Johnny, does this mean SmackDown and Raw will now invade NXT? If they're going uh, to tell a good story, then yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Six D Scrabble Champ says, checking Twitter, and I can say the majority enjoyed this show. Um, one complaint I saw was that NXT buried SmackDown talent. That's how it needs to be. Yeah. They have to be out there to prove a point. They have to be on equal footing. And one of the one of the stories you can kind of tell is Maine is complacent, NXT is hungry. Yep. I think that's a terrific story to tell. Uh Marcus Harrison says Steve is gonna fight the internet. He's fired up, man. Fired up. And I love it. Denton Watkins, what happens if this episode is the highest rate over the next month? What does Vince think? Well, he was involved in it probably, so he's probably thinking this. Yeah, he's probably thinking, well, yeah, that's going to, how do we keep it going? I know. Under pressure, I'm at my best. Yeah, exactly. Have people get stuck on tarmac. So I'll randomly time. cancel all sorts of flights. <laughs> Greg Morris. How in kayfabe does NXT get past security on Raw? Well, they got Triple H. Yeah. I mean, Triple H in kayfabe is still like an authority. Yeah, he's figure. still like CEO or whatever. Uh, the Matt Starr. What matches do you want to see at Survivor Series? Not the matches that will happen, What? But what you want to see? Cheers. Oh man, what matches do you want to see at Survivor Series? I mean, like Gargano versus Seth. You know, who would mm. want to see that? Mm-hmm. Or Gar- Gargano versus Daniel Bryan. I know Daniel Bryan's been England for that. Yeah, match. now that we've seen it, yeah, Adam Cole versus Seth and Gargano versus Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, Adam Cole versus AJ. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's terrific. I mean, the possibility there for, for Survivor Series to be just be top to bottom awesome matches if they, like tonight. Goldberg was, versus Matt Riddle. Yes. Like the main event was basically a takeover level match. Yeah, sure. Just let them have that level of matches yeah, right. across the board. Yeah. You want to get people excited about WB programming again? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You have. You and then have, carry that over to Raw and SmackDown. The you basis. have the opportunity here to reboot your entire booking philosophy. Uh huh. Take advantage. Cross brands, take advantage. We want dream matches, dream yes. feuds, dream give, scenarios. Give, give people a reason to get excited about your product. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Bartholomew von Flavin. That's one thing. Sorry. That's one thing that, uh, according to Eric Bischoff, according to Eric Bischoff, Vince McMahon asked him his opinion on AEW the yeah. first yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said what, struck, what, what, what gripped him most, what struck him most was the engagement of their fans to their product. Mm-hmm. That's something that WWE lacks, and mm-hmm. that's something they need, and it's something that they could easily get. Oh, yeah. It really is. Yes. Uh, Dr. Bartholomew von Flavenstein. Funny, Vince isn't there, and the show is good. He was there. Apparently, Vince was there. Uh, W.S. Fletcher. This is strictly for the Suge Knight reference. You guys never cease to surprise me. <laughs> you know, man, growing up in the 90s was probably the be- the best thing. It was I pretty mean, much the best. Growing up in the 60s would have been very interesting. Growing up in the '90s, nothing beat that. No, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't have wanted to be a fly on the wall at the Source Awards? I know, I know, <laughs> right? I know. I listened to that uh, first episode of the new Slow Burn. Oh, how is it? Very good. I'll check it out. Very good. Uh, but it was also kind of illustrative of the fact that I could be wrong, but that USA Network show probably got things pretty right. Yeah. You know, they, it was it was a really long series, yeah, and they dived into a lot of detail. That's cool. I think it was based on a book mm-hmm. that was pretty exhaustive. I'm sure they took plenty of creative liberties. Oh yeah, but no, it was very interesting. No, the first episode, I'm I was sad it was only a half hour. Yeah, that was your problem with the first season was that you thought it wasn't as exhaustive as it should have been with yeah. the Nixon stuff. Yeah, yeah, I felt like that was very surface level with the Watergate stuff. Like they could have the. the uh, you know, dive far deeper than what they I get did. the feeling, but there was some very interesting. But the cl- but the the second season is about uh, Clinton Lewinsky affair, uh, and that's pretty exhausting. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll check yeah. that out. Maybe I'll check it out. Uh, Jacksonville's number one. Guillaume Halili watching SmackDown a bit. What should I expect? It's a good show. Yeah, man. Chef's kiss. Yeah, you'll you'll no matter how hard we pump it up, you'll love it. You'll love yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Anthony Flores, what are the what are some tarmac level scenarios that members of Vince's inner circle could set up to force bring out the best in him? Uh, well, they had what was it like the measles or the mumps or mumps. something before mumps. the mumps. Uh, so some other sort of viral infection. So, so someone like a producer or something's like, oh, here's what we can do. I have a pet rat. Yeah, I'm gonna put some uh, fleas on there. Guess what these fleas have? Plague. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna let it loose backstage. <laughs> Plague now is easily curable. I think yeah, it's sure. antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds really bad. It sounds horrible. <laughs> oh, there's been a plague outbreak backstage at WWE. <laughs> oh no, that's good. Yeah, we have to. Our hands forced. We have to make some uh, drastic creative uh, changes. Well, let's get to it. Yeah. Who wants to pull all nighter with Vince? How about a, a shoot mystery attacker? Oh, there you go. <laughs> not, not like a kayfabe mystery yeah, attacker, yeah, yeah. a shoot one. Like a, 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 a Tanya Harding type situation. What was that guy, Jeff Galuli? Yeah. There you yeah. go. Do that. Yeah. Let's see here. Are you on the Patreon yet? Uh, I am not. I was just doing super chats. All right. I'm going to hit the uh, the YouTube channel members 
and uh, get the Patreons up too. Yeah, I'll get the Patreons up as well. All right, cool. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Let's see here. Not a, not a ton of them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, villain Alan Black. With the episode of SmackDown being as good as it was tonight, do you think they're going to be pressured by USA Network to produce the same results on Raw? I'd be surprised if the network executives were pressuring week to week. They would probably say, hey, things are trending a certain way. How, what can we do to help trend them back up mm-hmm. and take a long-term mm-hmm. approach? Uh, Therathabata, if Triple H keeps putting shows together like this, will this help speed his takeover of WB? No. Vince is still involved. Vince will take uh, his portion of the credit. Well, yeah. Uh, so I don't. I mean, I, I, look. It wouldn't surprise me if Triple H had a heavy hand, given that he has a he is Mister NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, I, from what I understand, the way Triple H is sort of outlined, because people I mean, people have directly asked me. I forget which interview it was. Maybe it was the Alex McCarthy one um, about the whole. Hey, why didn't you become executive director yeah, yeah, of Raw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Triple H's answer was was simple and pretty, and it seemed pretty obvious when he said it. He says, "What I do here has a wider scope than focusing on a show, mm-hmm. um, unless that a show is NXT, right?" And it kind of felt like, well, being executive director of Raw is kind of beneath him. He has a much wider scope. I mean, he was one of the key players in the whole Ronda Rousey thing Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. That dude is a busy guy, Mm -hmm. and adding running Raw to his schedule is kind of beneath him. Um, So I don't know that, you know, at at some point it wouldn't surprise me if the entirety of creative was handed over to him once Vince literally doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, Triple H will probably step into Vince's role. Mm -hmm. Um, Vince would probably appreciate if, if Heyman, but I think... I think Vince is just Vince, and, and he's got the final say on stuff. Yeah, Lady Fortune makes a good point. It's funny to imagine Street Profits and War Raiders having to fight their old friends. See, that's the dynamic that I like. That story is, they could tell right there. You know? I know, because, yeah, they can take beats mm-hmm. and say, okay, mm-hmm. well, Street Profits, you know, you're going to have to fight your old friends. Hey, we're raw now. Yeah. We're raw. Yeah. And there's a pride in that. Yeah. You know, we, took, we, we worked really hard to get here, especially, yeah. especially Dawkins. It took yeah. seven years. Yeah. You know, this is our team now, and yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna fight you guys. Mm-hmm. Get to our point, and then you'll do the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon, how clutch was this SmackDown main event? It was all the clutch. It was all the clutch. Uh, Wolfpack for life. What's been the best WWE Force last minute booking decision? I mean, Bell or AJ's got to be up there. That's definitely up there. That's definitely up there. I know there there are some that I'm just not thinking of because it's sort of on the spot right now, but that'd make a, for a hell of a list. Yeah, it would. Uh, uh, Jonah, how would you book Daniel Bryan if he would have won the title? Oh, I mean, there's really no no wrong way to go. I think if Daniel Bryan had somehow won the title, it'd been great too. Mm-hmm. That'd been something else. Daniel Bryan in NXT forced to fight for NXT when she, he obviously uh, isn't necessarily keen on them showing up on his show. There are two names that I could think of that would fit in so perfect with NXT, and it's Daniel Bryan and Kevin mm-hmm. Owens. They would completely and totally fit in perfectly with NXT. 
I would love to see. Especially, I mean, Daniel Bryan was like the first, one of the first big guys or big names to be in the very first season the game of NXT. Show NXT. That being said, Adam Cole totally had to win the match. Uh, Charles Hubbard, who would you like to see invade NXT from Raw or SmackDown? Seth, well, from Raw, it's got to be Seth. It's number one is Seth. It's got to be Seth. AJ, absolutely. AJ comes out to try to congratulate Finn Balor. Finn Balor lays him out. I mean, I know they want Finn to be a bad guy right now, but, you know, you do that. And then he's the guy that he grabs and he puts the gun fingers oh, to the great. head, you know? And then the OC tries to get involved. Maybe AOP comes out and lay out the uh, OC in their NXT. I don't yeah. know, something like that. Uh, Jurgens Johnson and Johnson, was that a great show or does WWE just get rewarded when they actually do things somewhat remotely kind of maybe right? Uh, no, it was actually a good show. But also at a certain point, uh, you know, sometimes the bar is set at a low enough level that competence seems like excellence. I could see that as a point, but I mean, look, even on paper, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, main eventing SmackDown for the NXT Championship. That alone right there is just a dream match scenario that we never thought we'd see. And why is it a dream match scenario? Because of what we saw tonight. It was, they gave that 30 minutes. I mean, you know, with entrances. Yeah. And commercials. Yeah, roughly. That was that was a killer takeover level match. Yeah. Uh, Brian Randall, do you see a negative in what they did with the invasion tonight? No. Even if even if NXT doesn't win out at or even have that strong of a showing of Survivor Series at the lead up to it, is them more or less dominating? Yeah. This was killer. Yeah. This was absolutely killer. I mean, the the if the goal of this is to raise the the profile of NXT. This is the hell of a way to start that. This is yeah, that's that's how you do it. I mean, look, I, the other day. So if you watch the we watched the, the Who Won Wednesday or our NXT recap, um, it could have been easy to have just appreciated the fact that Finn's a heel uh-huh. and looked at his promo and been like, "Oh no, it was awesome." But we called it what it was. It was underwhelming. Yeah, it was you kind know? of so so. But that it, that that's the kind of thing that hey, shouldn't WWE get points just for him being a heel? Well, no, we called it like it was. It was a bit underwhelming. It wasn't yeah. what we had hoped it would be. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel like we call it how it is. Mm-hmm. We, we do our best to call it how it is. Yeah. Tonight was rad. Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> Tonight was absolutely rad. It was pretty fun. Uh, War Machine MJ, if the revival left WWE tomorrow, would you guys prefer to see them go to AEW or NWA? I think they'd be a good fit mm-hmm. on power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their biggest fan, Jim Cornette, is there. And look, as much as I love NWA, in the end, I would absolutely love to see them go to AEW. Heck yeah, man. You see the the emphasis they place on tag teams there. Uh, as much as I'd love to see them be some sort of re- revolutionary force in WWE and getting the tag team division to main event mm-hmm. WWE products, let them go to AEW. I want to see the dream matches now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that between now and them and their contract coming up, we'll have seen all the matches. We've seen them versus the New Day. We've seen all their great work in NXT against AOP, DIY. Yeah. We've seen everything that they could do. Um, I mean, we, yeah, we haven't seen them against uh, Undisputed Era, Redragon. We'll probably see that at Survivor Series. Or Street Profits. Um, or sometime between now and then. Or, yeah, Street Profits. Or War Raiders. But I want to see them against the Young Bucks. Oh, that's, hell yeah. That's been for years against now. Against XLAX. Yeah, that's been for years now. Uh, against Best Friends. James Rodriguez, do you think we will see NXT UK also get involved at some point before Survivor Series? Would it make more sense to do Raw and SmackDown versus NXT and NXT UK? No. I don't see that happening. But get Walter there against Brock. That is the one thing that would be Heck absolutely yes. terrific. Heck yes. I agree with that. 
Heck yes. That'd be great. Heck yes. Uh, Shadow Ace was at the show live in Buffalo. The show was amazing other than the Lesnar stuff. Yeah, that kind of felt like something they just had to get out of the way. They probably knew, well, this is going to... People would be really excited about all this. So let's get this Lesnar thing out of the way and just move on to what people are going to get excited Here's about. Here's my question. I don't, I don't think anybody uh, asked this question. I'm surprised. Did Matt Riddle backstage have any encounter with Brock Lesnar? I imagine Brock showed up, went right to his locker room, did a segment. <laughs> so the segment was over. He was out of there. <laughs> probably right Probably not. That. Probably never saw him. I feel like Goldberg might. is probably the type of guy that's cool to hang out with backstage. Like he'll hang around, hang around backstage for the duration of the show. Goldberg likes socializing. Seems like I think Goldberg case, enjoys yes. pe- I think he's yes. a people person. Yes. Brock Lesnar is not no. at all a people person. No. No. Uh Greg Morris, is Johnny Gargano stronger than Brian? It took 92 finishers to beat Johnny Gargano. Apparently. Johnny Gargano. Is that a takeover? So maybe Gargano is, is like super leveled up at takeovers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say this was this was this was I can't lie. I'm not sure this was a takeover. I'm not sure if this is a takeover. Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole might have been a bit more than it was tonight. I can't call it a takeover Hold match. Hold on. I didn't say takeover main event. I did. I, I called it a takeover okay. level match. I did too, but I'm just saying there's a difference between a takeover level match because the main events are usually something else. Entirely. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think if this was second on the card to takeover, it would fit right in. Yeah. Because we don't know what happened during those commercial breaks. Maybe, but these days, man, these days, you know what's second on the card to takeover? Is freaking Roderick Strong, Velveteen know, Dream Bangers. This was a great. This was a great match too. This was, this is a great match, but man, we didn't get to see what happened during the commercial breaks. They could have really done some crazy stuff yeah. in those commercial breaks. Yeah. We don't know. We'll never know. This is probably the best SmackDown main event that we're ever going to get in a long time. Yeah, but takeovers are boy, takeovers are next level. Uh, Ricardo, this was even. This was even. This is like a G one match. Not the best G1 match. Yeah. This is a G1 match, but takeovers are something else. Uh, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz, you think the extended Lesnar stuff in the beginning was to allow the NXT escort to get to the building? Entirely possible. Very possible. I mean, that's why they threw to all the video. Could be. Yeah. It's like we need to we need to fill some time. So uh, must have been electric backstage. That adrenaline had to be pumping with everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because what was the? Uh, well, let me look at the notes again. What was the second thing that? Let's see. It was Lesnar. After that was the Bailey and Nikki Cross match. Okay, and then Shayna. Yeah, you're probably right. She probably ran right. <laughs> got out of that. Got out of her the SUV that yep. picked up the airport. And yep. whoop. Probably ran Triple H. What am I doing? Okay, right in the ring. Another que- another question I have though is Triple H going to be taking any Triple H pictures with people backstage? Yeah, is, he, is, is, there, is there any precedent for an invasion type thing? What they need to do is get everybody that was there tonight and Photoshop a Triple H like this next to each and every one of them. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Uh, Brian Milhorn, do you think with the right build that this year's Survivor Series could be one of the best we've had so far? Absolutely. I think that, if, is, that, is, that is an important caveat, though, with the right build. If, if they're able to tarmac everybody... <laughs> In the right ratio for the from now till Survivor Series can be a great build. Yeah, they got to tarmac a lot of people though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shadow Ace during the commercials they did not let up at all. It was amazing. Oh wow! Our correspondent from the show tonight says, "Man, killer." Yeah, that they went crowd, full throttle the whole time. That crowd no was, rest holds. That crowd was lucky. That's for sure. 
That is definitely for sure. Anyways, it's Friday night. We want to go hang out with our families. Uh -huh. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I forgot to mention this really quick before we go off the air. I'll mention it again on Monday. Timothy Rice, new patron. Uh, thank you so much thank for your you. support. Thanks thank to you, all the new you. channel members for your support. We really do appreciate it. And thanks to everybody. Earlier today, we had just a killer mm -hmm. uh, live stream for the Extra Life stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that is available right now on demand at our YouTube channel, yes, youtube.com yes, forward yes. slash If, if you're Steven feeling Larson. generous and want to donate, you can still hit, hit that link. All weekend. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.